When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome in, guys, to episode 31 of Coffee and Shell. Just making sure that it's recording this time because, unfortunately, last week's episode died on YouTube and we weren't able to upload it uh, to see our lovely faces. So we are back. <laughs> episode 30 was really a milestone, and that's a nice little segue into something we're going to talk about later, but a nice little milestone for us. We hit 30 episodes. Um, unfortunately, we don't get uh, the video version of it, but 31. All right. We turned the page on 30. We're on to 31 now. Uh, 50 is our next big milestone, almost a year. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, let me know what you've been up to this last weekend. Dude, dude, uh, I am learning. I'm ill-equipped to be an, a grown man um, in the world. Uh, what I mean huh. by that is what I mean by that is I can provide for my family. Sure. Uh, dealing with anything outside, whether it comes to, you know, just like the lawn care and all that stuff, dude, it's so much work, dude. Dude. Um, but, okay, I, hey, I gotta stop you here because this uh, has been me and my wife's battle ever since I kind of like somewhat made it on Twitch and YouTube. Like, I won't do a dish, but I'll go and try and make five hundred dollars so that I don't have to do the dish. <laughs> you yeah, know what I, mean? like, I get that. I would rather spend five hours and not do any sort of like very easy chore even though I definitely should. So I am in complete agreement with you. Um, I'm assuming you feel the same way I do, that you wish that you could do a little bit more. Yeah, it, it's that stuff. And honestly, like growing up, I didn't learn it. Like, you know, whenever it comes to like handy stuff, right? You know, same. fixing things and all that. Like I, I didn't have a dad, right? So like some of <laughs> oh that God. stuff, like right. I just, dude, like I'm just going to be honest. Like I didn't learn like, and um, I played a lot of video games growing up because like my grandmother was working a lot. So like all that stuff, I just never learned and trying to learn that at an older age, watching YouTube and stuff like I, I've gotten better over the last like five years um, since my wife and I have been living together, but it's still hard. And I don't, I just, my brain isn't wired to think that way. Right. So it's, it's like rewiring my brain as an adult um, to learn that stuff and prioritize that stuff. So 
Um, dude, it's just an uphill battle, you know? Dude, so, like, I have, like, the same situation, man. I played video games my whole life, and then when you got to high school in Canada, it's like you have to make these, like, drastic choices in high school. Either you're going to go into tech or you're going to go into, like, shop. And, like, great, it happened, dude, it happens in grade nine. So you walk in, and it's like, all right, you're going to go to auto or you're going to go to business. And, like, I chose business and every tech class, every video editing class that I possibly could went, like, on, like, the old Mac, like, pastel Max. Like, that's all I did. Very little, like, handy stuff. And it's definitely sucked as I got older. But I'm of the mindset that I will, I would rather pay someone than learn it myself at this age. Dude, it's just boring. Yeah. Right? Like, it's I don't just find, like exactly. <laughs> Dude, one of my closest friends, though, literally flips houses as his hobby so it's like you know what i mean like it's kind of i use him as a like uh you know i'm like yeah i mean i need you know like something's broken or whatever right it kind of sucks i don't do it myself but i could care less like i'd rather just pay you know but i feel you. yeah that's what i would rather do too because it's like yeah and like i i realized you know younger too like i'm never going to be able to do these things like Mm -hmm. so you know i went into accounting and finance right like i'm never I'm just not I I still have to learn some things in case something like blows up and the handyman can't get here within two hours. The handyman, no, the handyman's all all about making jokes until it comes to tax time. And you're like, ah, let's go to work. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Dude, speaking of taxes, I think I just found my accountant finally. Self-employed taxes is just. Who's the accountant? So I like I've been like I had to call around. Yeah. Because so in Canada, taxes are actually due like April or May 1st, I believe, is the deadline. But self-employed, you have until June 15th. Last year, I went to like a friend of a friend. And this year, I'm like, it was like sketchy, but great job. I was worried. But like on the deadline day of June 15th, she like, bam, everything was there. Everything was done correctly. It was awesome. It sucked. Being self-employed, paying taxes is the worst because it's like you get all of your money up front. And then it's like, oh, you better save 20, 30 percent of your toast come tax time. And I like didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you're it's the first it was probably your biggest year. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. like, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, dude, I'm huge. It don't matter. This will keep yeah. coming in. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Then it's like summertime. NHL's dead. And you're like, oh, here's a check for like, yo, I'm going to need I'm going to need that like 10 grand, 15 grand real quick. Like, it's like because like I file with my wife, too. Right. So it's like her hers included, too. Yeah. So. Uh, this year, I wanted to find, like, an accountant, but the subathon has literally lasted, like, a month and a half that, like, I thought it would end, and then I would have time to do it, and now I'm, like, running out of time, so I'm, like, all right, so I'm literally calling around, <laughs> muted on stream, but I think I found someone, apparent. I tried to explain what I do, and the guy starts laughing, he's, like, well, we have a, t- we do- we have a Twitch streamer as a client, I'm, like, perfect, you're my accountant, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so I go and meet with them on Monday, and then I uh, I go to a dark place <laughs> and just figure out what the bill is. But uh, yeah, self-employed is uh, it's very like there's a lot to it. Like there is a lot to it to to figure out what you can write off, when you can write it off. Like, it, do you stay unincorporated? Because like, like something that I've wondered is like. Should I make an LLC? A lot of people are like, make yourself a company. But then if you do that, uh, you pay your company pays tax and then you have to pay tax. The company just pays much less. Mm-hmm. But you would, as an employee of that company would have to think like, you would pay yourself. I would still have to pay the normal tax rate. So it's like it's not as uh, cut and dry as, as some other you know industries might be. But I'm excited. Well, I was that thinking. Um, so I saw somebody, one of the NHL content creators, uh, 
had a tweet today. It was some, you know, like how being a full-time content creator is like really difficult, like whatever, like there's more detail, but I think, um, okay. There's only, okay. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I know. And it's nothing, it's nothing negative. I always got a good business and I'm, I'm sure it's offered. Um, but there should be specific, like, uh, and it'd be like a self, you know, self-employed somebody, um, financial experts for streamers or something. Right. Um, specifically for that, it's very, it's a very niche, uh, requirement or obviously, right. Because how many full-time content creators are there, but if there's somebody that fully understood the industry and what's best for each person, and maybe even if they offered services like budgeting Mm -hmm. or like finding areas where they should probably live and stuff like that. Um, I think that'd be a very niche business. Um, but probably if you're just like a self-employed finance person, um, could be profitable. Don, did we just like stumble upon what you should be doing? Um, no, probably that not. Sounds like a self-employed. A I, well, I yeah. mean, like you, you would create. So, okay. So, for anyone that isn't like, or everyone that files their taxes, I'm sure our audience is a little bit older. But like, you set up the initial book, right? Like you, the, the the template, and then that creator inputs. Like, I feel like it'd be pretty simple. It, and it's you very. Here's the, the thing. It's very simple because anybody that you know that's good at like budgeting or whatever would know how to do it themselves creators are not um, that I'd i know right but I'm, I'm surprised but i i come from that like finance first yeah. like aspect right but it's like you know well what's your lowest month's revenue like what are your bad months that should probably be the max uh your max means that you're living within but i think these people could also provide like uh services where you know these specific areas are probably areas that you should move to maybe it's lower tax rates maybe it's an area in florida that has a low cost of living that's yeah. um you know wipe away this like get rid of your car like take an uber if you're down there right like stuff mm-hmm. like that um but dude i, I think, I, I you, think should, you would be good yeah. at that like i low-key think that like i didn't even put two and two together but like dude that i feel like you could easily do that as like a side business like a hustle <sighs> maybe dude i feel like i have enough like I, I know, also, no, no, but I, way, okay. I mean, uh, one that you could turn into like, like a thing, like a thing, dude. I would pay you. I'll be, I'll be upfront. I would pay you one thousand dollars to do my taxes, where I wouldn't have to think about it. Yeah, I know. And I, so whenever I was in college, uh, I think it was my junior year, I had um, a tax internship at like a CPA firm. Yep. And it was like just it was doing tax, like personal taxes yeah. for people, right? And I wanted to kill myself. I hated it. Um, there were some interesting clients. Like we had like some guy, somebody that worked in the NFL, but it's like, you know, doing the taxes for them. It's like, oh, the away games are taxed separately um, oh. wherever they played the away game. And it's a lot of work. And I think I don't have that expertise. Guess, like I'm more in like the company side. Right. So like that's very it's very difficult. Maybe I partner with a tax guy. Right. In, yeah. Like in the States, I guess it'd be far more difficult. I, I was blown away to realize how how much the United States is sectioned off from it. So, so like it, I'll give you an example in Canada, like obviously all the provinces have different laws and regulations and things like that. But for the majority, like there isn't a lot different province to province and like federal on like a federal level. There's a lot of things that are just uniform across the board. Whereas like, dude, you pay like different taxes in like different counties and stuff. Dude, I, I, I mind boggling. So- I mean, it, it's topical, right? It's topical. Uh, I guess it's like kind of, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's bad to bring up. But like, it's, you know, leaked that a uh, major uh, law is being overturned right in the United States with like yes. Roe v. Wade with the abortion thing. Yep. Um, 
that you would think is a basic human right um, in this country, even though only like probably 5% would be in favor of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to apply all across the board. And then all of a sudden you're going to have 20, 22 or 26 states um, that are changing this now. Right. So like state to state, things are in, it's just crazy here. It's just it, is, it makes yeah, no like, sense to me. Like That's what I'm saying. So like even just like taxes alone. Right. Like so for for example, a lot of people in the industry like that are in, that are content creators move to florida their internet infrastructure which sounds dumb but their internet infrastructure is amazing the cost of living is low in comparison to other warm states and then um uh in 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 warmer states and uh they have no taxes like no state tax like those are all huge bonuses for creators like especially ones that especially ones that live in canada the only benefit in canada is you get paid american and you don't pay taxes twice because Canadian, Canadian, Canada, and the U.S. have a, have a tax treaty where you only pay tax once. Um, you don't, if you pay tax in the U.S., you don't pay tax in Canada, and vice versa. Um, so I don't know. I think that it's just uh, it's crazy. I didn't I didn't realize like how much how different it was. Right. So um, pretty crazy there. Um, all right. I guess we talk about NHL. Uh, we got yeah, the, so uh, what's going on in NHL? Well, we're down. The draft happened, my man. You know, yes, it the, did. The draft happened and um, pretty interesting. So I got to do a video. I got to do a stream of the draft, which I thought was pretty cool. They let me uh, just basically show um, all of the picks as they were going on. And this year it was 16 uh, people, 16 players. Uh, usually it's eight. They when they get to the draft aspect, it's the eight. It's the final eight players. Um, and the player pool is very reduced. This year they did all 16, four separate consoles. So four on each console. It doesn't matter, like, you know, the the players will um, have this team all the way to Montreal. So with 16 players, the player pool is like, it dries up pretty quick. No one has a stacked, stacked team all the way through. It's very versus oriented, and um, it's very uh, even, which is great. Uh, This is where it becomes a really, really good tournament in, in terms of just even across the board and there's some individuality because people got to draft these teams so like there's stories to it gren gets the 101 and takes um and takes mcdavid and then mckinnon next and then i believe it was crosby to uninstall um we saw polgs get he he polgs drafted second and in the second round price made it all the way back so polgs who is a favorite to win got mckinnon and price and he gets that patented or coveted post to post which post is gonna to be post. nice yeah dude I, one thing i want to focus on is like junior pence a veteran been in every single gwc did you see his team uh i have the draft list pulled up now so i'm looking at his you team. knew okay you knew a junior pence team was going to be ridiculous and and very just, in all intents and purposes dumb because he is just way too hyper focused on like different things dude went completely against every single thing he's done in the history of playing this game he went all for the most part small players that are fast um it's yeah. like he watched your 2013 video about like the sharks being the best team <laughs> yeah, right and he's like oh that's it and i'm looking at his team now yeah like so roman yossi quinn hughes on defense tj brody he's always small but quick kadri um i guess he doesn't count but goudreau max but even kadri's only six foot yeah he's not giant it's it's wild um, and connor I, I, sherry i, I like bl- the connor sherry i believe uh i believe um three of his centers have thief as well okay um so 
that would be uh, another, another bonus for him there. Faceoffs are pretty important in, in this. There isn't a lot of players that have a lot of faceoff rating, I guess, even though I don't think it's a, at this level, it is important because everyone knows the counters and things like that. But yeah. it'll definitely be interesting. I believe the first night of the tournament is the 11th. Uh, no 14th sorry next saturday uh it'll be interesting to see the matchups are and because now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty we're finding out each console and who is going to go to montreal uh two of the four remaining on each console and uh it's the first land championship since 2019 so definitely excited to see how that goes i know you're looking at the team rick does any of the teams stand out to you yeah there was let me pull this back up um i really liked um where is he Sorry, there's a team I was looking at, and I was like, oh, okay, it figures. So Regs kind of looks like he was like, I yep. don't care about defense. Yeah. Um, and he might have the best forward group. So yep. Kucherov, Patrick Kane, JT Miller, Debrinkit, um, Kevin Hayes, Brandon Saad, who always, I think, plays well in the game. Um, Gren obviously has a good team, in my opinion. I think most of the teams are even, right? Yeah, they are pretty um, even. With yeah. just how it is. Um. I Crosby, like, I believe, took like best available. He like he went Marchand at one point pretty early. Uh, Jose is the only one who had to auto pick. He didn't like he took more than two minutes and he got Mark Stone. Oh, <laughs> and that sucks because he's yeah. the slowest player in the yeah, game. It sucks. He's a he. It sucks that Mark Stone is not really usable, but he is just real. So I guarantee you, he's gonna pot a hat trick or something every game. Something something I, hilarious is gonna work like that. I like Sap's team a lot too because um. Sap is he a picked team, the, yeah, he picked the goalie I did last year, Aiden Hill, who I think is one of the he might be the best goalie in this draft that's not Price and Markstrom. Got to meet him in real um, life. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just because of his height, right? Yep. Um he has speed on defense, but then he also has Tyler Myers. Um and then he has a dry saddle pick um that he got fifth overall. Kasperi Kapanen. So I don't know. It's exciting. Um wish I could have been a part of it. I, I also wish that there was this like uh strategy like team build stuff just in hut already where you could use yeah. even teams like this so yeah like uh, dude so i was doing uh i did a video uh fixing like hut content and i didn't think it'd be as long as it was because hut content for the most part has been half decent i'm not talking about like the modes and how you acquire it i'm talking about like just the cards themselves ended up being pretty long um just the main points of it were uh, X-Factor cards. I think mm-hmm. there should only be about 20 of them, and they should be the elite of the elite. Uh, and I think that to try and make them um, sought after all year round, uh, whenever they get a new card and it has a different X-Factor ability or superstar ability, it now becomes a choice. So Austin Matthews, he has shock and awe. That was a really bad ability in terms of like gameplay, really. Unless you're like, a you know, but it made sense right it makes sense but at some point if he got like gold one t and you'd rather have that you can hit square on the on the shock and on it would change you could change it to whatever the other options were um i think that would really add uh, a lot of longevity to it um i think another really good option get rid of prime times just completely get them out of the game there's so many it's so redundant no one really cares about any the only reason prime times are important especially with four consoles but um is because it's like oh did my card upgrade did i unlock that yeah. new tier that was it so i'd like to see moments whereas like maybe two maybe cards or one card a night gets a banner that has like the moment stuff that explains why he's got a moments card that'd be huge but um you know i think that team builders should expand and you have to collect every card 
uh, like yeah. what it was early on in I think NHL 18, where you know it, it took it, Chris Neal cost like ninety thousand coins because it was hard to get that Wade Redden. But like I'm okay with that if your cards don't um, aren't taken away; they just become untradeable. So yeah. uh, example I use it should be tiered a lot like MLB. Let's use the Edmonton Oilers for example. You got to collect Leon and McDavid. McDavid at launch is going to be like 200,000 coins, okay? So the reward should be like a 91 Mark Messier, but you don't lose your Connor McDavid base card. Yeah, you can still keep them untradeable. Exactly. Can't get anything for it. Kind exactly. of how MLB collections works, but yeah. yeah. That's exactly it, right? And then that yeah. would keep make cards much more valuable throughout the whole year. Like So in, in you know, to, to balance that out, like let's say Mark Messier is a 91 or a 92 if you collect all the Edmonton Oilers. Let's say um the seattle kraken they you collect all the seattle kraken much lower ratings like i think the highest probably be jared mccann and he's gonna be like a, what an 84 or 83 maybe you collect mm-hmm. the entire seattle seattle kraken you get an 85 overall to mark giordano yeah like that you know what i mean it should be tiered like that and then you collect all of the western conference and you get the wayne gretzky you collect all the eastern conference you get mario lemieux at 99 and it can happen day one yeah I mean, I'm, I like that. I like that. I, I, the one thing I liked about what you said was uh, making the X Factor pool smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was talking to somebody about this recently, and I think that, I think X Factors, you should be able to get the cards, right? But I think at the beginning of the year, um, my idea for this was like, you can choose any of the X Factor cards that you want. Uh, maybe you get like one or two of them. And, they can upgrade to the max uh, right away, but instead of them being upgraded through like X Factor collectibles or purchasing with coins, they're only upgradable through playing with that player type or that I think player they all card. Should right? be like that. I think it yeah. should be. I think there should be an option to pay because I do think you allowing people to pay. A, a big a big misconception is that people are pay to win, but I think that a, a, what a lot of people don't realize is that like a lot of people don't have ten hours to grind with the card allowing people that that value money or time over money i value time over money like even outside let's pretend i wasn't a content yeah, creator no, i do too yeah i would rather pay than play seven hours to get a free card right i also appreciate while giving the option to get the free card is huge because people don't have access to expendable money especially kids right they, they don't so giving the option to do that that would be huge um i think that all of the cards should have that where like yeah. you can upgrade via scoring with them or and that gives you a reduced cost or you can, you know, do it the same way that it's been done. I think either of those options would be good. But yeah, I think that you need to reduce the player pool by a ton. The other thing I would love to see is if a card gets, I think that they should remove or alter team of the week. Um, team of the week needs to stay in there in in the way that it is because of squad battles and like you have that weekly whatever. I think that it should be six players from each each league. So mm-hmm. six players from the NHL. So there are six like banger like guys that had amazing runs at each position uh then have one for the eu leagues like where it's like you know the six best players from all the eu leagues one from the chl like the ohls whl and whatever and then one from the ahl that would give you your four lines okay um and then at the end of the month you've got a stars of the month card uh and that star of the month card let's say it's chris Kreider gets an x factor card Okay. And now so for the remainder of the year, the he's got because that's what's the issue was that Chris Carter was more of an X factor than Elias Pettersson. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like Goudreau had a hundred point season, not an X factor. You know, like yeah. the X factors should be able to come out throughout the year. 
um, because it's going to make it a lot more. And I think that like a, a st- every month have one or maybe even two become available would be huge. I think that would definitely freshen up content. I think that would be a, a really good way to kind of to kind of help that out. Um, part of my uh, part of part of me thinking that they should just be easily gotten. Um, and a lot, obviously a lot of people would have them if there was like a path like through playing to get them to 99. I think there should only be like a max of three on a team at a time. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't even think it, I don't think you necessarily need to like even go that far. But I, I see what you're saying, like Tampa. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, a max uh, on your hut. Team, oh, on your right? hut team. You can yeah, only use yeah. three. Yeah, I think that the issue I have with that is that there needs to be a main mode like rivals needs to allow any card. OK, I think enough. that because like, you know what I mean? Like if someone goes all out grinds the game but can only use three the yeah, same three yeah, are going right. to be used no matter what you're um right. so i think that like rivals needs to be all out whatever sort of squad battles but i think for hut champs the uh, hut champs should have an overall cap like not i, not like I think a it hard should be cap. um yeah I, I think it should be brackets i i don't think it should be like an overall cap it yeah. should be like you know 89 three, overall team yeah I, I was thinking like three people in the 90 to the 95 range uh, oh, okay. six players in like 85 to 89 and then the rest of your team can just be filled out i think that's constrictive um, though because a lot of people might not have that certain tier i'm thinking launch of the game right uh, no launch, it, it can be it can be you know edited throughout yeah. but like i, I still think, think whenever overall, you're late in the, whenever yeah but here's the thing you can just circumvent that with the like not necessarily bro they, you make it 87 and you don't include the backup goaltender like you can take i'm sure that ea can take that out of the equation like it doesn't not, work with the gameplay I'm, I'm telling you because you would still have your third pairing def- defense that's never out there right i guess so yeah. you can have bronze overall defensemen and they're out there for one minute a game like i guess that's true i guess that's true i think that it, would, yeah. it wouldn't be as it would still be better than what we've got it would be better than what we have but it'd just be like circumvention because you'd have two because they, they used to have that like salary cap type thing in hunt and people would just load up on their first two lines with like 99 players i mean that's what they should i mean okay i see what you're saying though you said yeah. to, to get around that as well yeah okay yeah okay and it's and it mimics and i and i think the thing is like they can use those same restrictions because they're in the game and GWC qualifiers because it's only in hot champs and then that'll replicate it in hot champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nobody complaining late in the year that it's a cash a grab team. and mm-hmm. it's like pay to win because it's like everybody's on the even playing field. Yeah, I agree. That would be huge. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely enjoy that. Um, all right, what else do we want to talk about? Was there another, was there an event or something? Oh, like, a leaked event. So usually it's just the playoffs all year, um, all year or summer long until the playoffs are over, which sucks. It kind of like signifies like the end. Uh, yeah. Randomly today, we got a, a, an announcement that we're getting a milestone event. Patrick Marlowe's master set was really uh, announced that for the most games played. Um, really cool card art. And I'm glad they're still doing events. Yeah, that's you know, good. I think, I think that's cool. I think it's this one is a cool event. We'll see. I hope it's a lot of alumni. I would like to see like a lot of an alumni for an event. Um, but uh, yeah, and it, I, I think oh, I, I really hope that the master set selection just gets better next year. I, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling and that I, I hope there's like less like I don't know less, but like going from this to MLB, dude, there's so many cards in NHL. That it's there's like, so many, bro. It's not even close. The NHL releases, I would say, eight times more content than than na mlb but how much (laughs) 
throughout the year how much content that's released after all of the base stuff that's at that that's at launch of the game do you think is usable for someone that plays the game all year round um for me it was one to less than one percent for for somebody that plays year round that isn't the type of player that i am uh probably three to five percent do you think that's fair i think it might be a little bit higher because every master set item but i mean i yeah, guess that would dude, I guess dude, be there like were eight. times where there were times where like six master sets came out and i'm like all of these i wouldn't even use on my fourth line um i guess just that's because true. like i didn't like the player build or something and right? then all of the event cards there's probably like one that's like you know there was that peter forsberg that came out with gold quick Tra- yeah that i was like that. oh this card's cool yeah, um but other than that yeah like there's there just hasn't been anything all of actually all of the event cards that aren't msps usually aren't good it, it, except for the launch of the game and like the first two months maybe or like month maybe yeah yeah like it, they're just they're just not like it's just uh it'll be interesting to see what they do with content i think that yeah, I, uh, I, I have high hopes for the people that are there and um you know them having like a year under their belt having a full year going forward um i think it'll be an improvement i don't know you know will it be night and day i don't know until there's a cross market like the the market is what is absolutely demolished because of the four consoles yeah because there's no cards available so you like i i joked around with hawk i joked around with hawk today because that marlo is coming out i'm like all right let me make it let, let me see what what a, a shark's theme team would look like and it's funny because everyone's like ah oh, dude the shark's got like five master items sweet but the rest of their cards there's like nobody and i don't okay. and, and that makes sense because the sharks weren't extremely it weren't very good at all right so i but i was like all right like let's go see what does the team Meyer team of the season cost i'm on ps5 mind you i'm not even on the dead console like on xbox um and uh dude none up I go and look at Mark Edward Vlasic and his like is like social showdown card because he would be on my theme team. None up. I go to Hawk. I'm like, dude, I will trade in my first line of 99 McDavid, Matthews, and, and McKinnon. I will quick sell them live on stream if you go and get me a list of like the crappy Sharks cards that are just not obtainable. Yeah. But like I have that like i have that ability because of like you know i'm a creator right and obviously i'm not someone who's like oh, i'm gonna need all those cards please like i said i would on stream delete the three most expensive cards in the game to acquire that but people don't have that option yeah. so if you wanted to make a shark team team you're just a sol like there's no you're never gonna find the card on the market right so yeah um yeah like i, I don't know i i cross cross market be huge fifa just announced their play test will have cross console in it is that for the playtest for 23 i thought they were putting that in 22 i maybe i'm wrong and read it wrong i just know it's a play okay. test. you're able to play test uh fifa's cross across uh, consoles so um nhl always gets the features last but i would be blown away if ea i'm assuming ea sports made a gigantic push to all of its developers that every sports game and not just sports game every game needs to be cross console yeah it and should I, be the norm now yeah. and i yeah especially because mlb did it um and mlb's taking on the chin right now i'm not gonna lie as a casual it's so funny bro seeing a game as a through a casual like a, not a casual but non-competitive player i have very little complaints because i don't know the game at its finest level of what it yeah. should be right i'm just i'm i'm like oh i missed this hit because i suck right where 
Man, dude, the top content creators and the people that are, are really down on this game, and I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, it kind of makes sense. Like, they seem to be in a year where they um, lowered overalls, okay? So okay. last year, you didn't play, but, at, you know, the face of the franchise program that came out? That was the first one, right? Yeah, there was every yeah. team had a 90 overall card, okay, that you could acquire. You could only get 12 of them for free, but then you could get any card you want by buying them. Um, last year, Team Affinity was... I think it was like 91s or maybe 92s. I don't remember, but like every you could get every single card for free by grinding out the team affinity. But even worse was uh, the star of the month card was a Byron Bucks, and they have a they have a lightning card where it's like the player of the month got a night. He was a 96 overall Byron Buxton this year, 91 or 92 Rizzo, and yeah. the overalls are so much lower. And I think that in in the All Star game last year, I remember this specifically. Team Affinity 2 came out, all the All-Star cards, it was like 97 to 99s. And for every team. And it was like, yeah. that's a little much. And then you're at 99 for the entire game from that point on, halfway through the season. And um, I can see the downfall to that. The, all, the, the plus is that, oh my God, everyone has access to these great teams, right? Yeah. The downfall is that like now they can't release content unless it's like a 99. And that's like lame, I guess. So this year's like a transition year um they're like making things worse in the aspect of the consumer but for the overall game i think it's better okay you know what i mean like i think yeah, it will I, I be better i wanted to ask you about that because i'm glad i'm glad you brought it up because i read like you know random things and i see a lot of the like i get like you would say top players on mlb saying the game sucks like mm -hmm. oh it's all random and stuff and then also complaining about the content i haven't played that much i play here and there and whenever i play i enjoy it because i'm playing it from like the lowest level yeah you know and, and it's I'm, really I'm blown fun. away because i know what's on the other side from ea like yeah. i compare everything because i'm playing both and i'll take all the problems with mlb i'll take I them will all too. like i'll Dude, take them I'm, all it's so much fun right is, like i i was trying to think because i was doing um is it showdown mode yep. where you like it's hard you, but yeah is that is that the one where you like have to do like the mini moments the and, then you and then face yep. off against the boss? Yep. So here's how I think it would work in NHL. Are you ready for this? Lay it on me, dude. They already have practice mode in the game, right? Yeah. So those act as the moments. Kay. So you have like um, the final boss would be Carey Price. OK. okay. Um, but one of the moments is like Connor McDavid scoring on him. Mm -hmm. So all they got to do is you take a two on one and you have 10 attempts and you have to score five of them. Um, two on one against with like Leon Drysaddle against Carey Price huh. or something, right? And they have the moments. Maybe it's like defending like a three on two or something, or not allowing a shot. But the practice mode is already in the game, so you can have those moments in there with practice mode. It's just reframing it a little bit. Or maybe you have a really power quick. play. Maybe you have a power play. Maybe you have yeah. something else. Like there's other things, and it wouldn't be over quick because I think you'd have a set amount, right? So like you have like ten attempts or fifteen attempts you just frame it that way that would be pretty cool i'm not gonna lie that would be pretty sick i would love just moments like i would love player locked moments yeah we no, have of course, be a pro. Be just player yeah. lock a moment and you know like austin matthew scoring four goals in his debut game have the leafs against the ottawa senators you don't have to you know you don't have to put like specific rosters or like that Maybe yeah, put the no, jerseys you don't on. even have to score the four goals because in mlb it's just like score a goal with him you know yeah, yeah it makes it a little bit easier right it's like score the fourth goal and then you're in the third period and maybe it's on rookie and like that's just like a starting one right 
mm-hmm. and then if you get it it's over and if you don't get it it restarts you can restart immediately but that would be pretty sweet like i just don't i think that 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 requires a lot of resources i would love a year dedicated to just moments <laughs> like yeah. adding the ability to put moments in like coding in so that they could then implement moments throughout the year I would take that just for over any offline content you possibly could come up with squad battles. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. if nothing changes, but the moments happened, I wouldn't even be that. I would like, that would be more offline content than like anything. I, yeah. And you could give specific rewards to it. Like it just would be, it'd be, I think it's the one way NHL has not been played. Like not since, and not since the two generations ago where they had like the, the moments pre-created like 25 of them they had like 25 or 30 moments yeah yeah like i think that like you player lock a guy and you play a be a pro style game maybe you got to come off the bench you know like maybe you Mm got to go on the bench and it simulates the time give me that like i always use sam gagne's eight points in a game as an example yeah like you're sam gagne you gotta you're on the oilers and you gotta score eight points like give me that that'd be so sick ah but alas Um, I was proud of myself uh, mm. a few days ago because I was playing BR mode okay. and I got up to four or five wins and I was like, ah, that's great. I haven't gotten that high yet because I usually like I went through a period where I lost like 10 to 15 games in a row. Um, just because, like I, I never played a baseball game and I'm not used yeah. to playing and, and I'm enjoying the fact that I'm I like I'm having fun and I'm bad at it because I usually don't do that. Like whenever I'm bad at something, um, unless I'm like extremely passionate about it, I'm like, oh, this sucks. I'm not doing it but I'm bad at this and I'm trying to get better. I am uh, in the middle ground because um, when I lose to players I know I should beat, I get really frustrated. But the problem is in NHL, you can play when you're not patient. Like You can play mm-hmm. when you're impatient and still win. You know what I mean? You can chase, but you can, you can when you are impatient and, and down bad in MLB, you have to log off for the night. And because yeah. I can't, <laughs> it's been, there's been, there's been times where like, I'll chase every pitch out of the zone. Even when I'm saying, ah, oh, we'll take a few pitches here. I'm like, nah, nah, this one's going to dead left. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean, like it doesn't matter. This guy could throw into the dirt and I'm going to try and send it in outer space. Like, so, but yeah, like it's, it's so, I like that aspect because you're trying to get better at it for sure. I think yeah. that that's uh that's really fun. Dude. Uh, I don't get how people are so good at reading pitches. Like there's like a, and these people are, like shitty too compared to like uh, probably the people that you're playing but i'm still like uh how are they hitting like everything and how do they know like if i do one pitch in the zone it's like a home run so you know? when i when i play rank now something that i think i do well and something I, I enjoy about it is that for the first inning or two i legitimately will just take the two strikes and see as many pitches as i possibly can and what i'll try and pay attention to is the first pitch they do on two strikes and if it happens again in multiple at bats, because yeah. I know at some point that that pitch is coming, regardless of when it is in the count. And when I'm playing someone good, I just beat someone who was like 18 and two. I beat Kooks, one of the best players, like, you know, like on uh, that on, on in the game over the last like few years. Um, I literally played him in the G Fuel tournament and I was like, OK, he's, he gave me a pitch sinker at my feet, which I would have no shot of just like trying to react to hit. I would never. So the entire at bat, he could have struck me out by throwing right down the middle and I would have looked like an idiot. But he gave me a sinker at my feet and I was able to smash it out because you can just sit like that. And I like the thought aspect of that because mm-hmm. like, there's like because then you play people that are really good at pitching and not just locating their pitches, but like the methodology. For example, like what I'll do when I'm on and I'm doing well at pitching, um, I'll look at 
if someone is not swinging at a, at a strike, I know that they're sitting a pitch. Like, they are looking for something, and I just won't give it to them. Like, if someone is sitting a fastball for Oldest Chapman, I will go eight pitches in a row throwing a splitter or a slider because okay. I know that there, he is just sitting that one pitch. And there's times where I will literally streaming, and I'll be in a game, and I'll be like, I'm not going to strike this guy. I, I got to give him this pitch. And it's a home run. Like, <laughs> I've done it on stream yeah. where I'm like, I got to throw this fastball or I'm not going to strike him out. Uh, I'm going to throw it. And I throw it, and it's immediately gone. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And that's what makes players good. It's it, There's a very, very good strategy. And I don't think people realize the amount of strategy. Because I don't think – I think there's very few people in the world that can play this game, like, on Hall of Fame or Legend and fully react. Like, not it, sit a pitch it, or a certain insane. pitches. And it's – and it's weird because like I like sometimes playing like the bad players I'm playing against like mm-hmm. I know like oh this is going to be there and like I just don't have the the muscle memory or like yep. the reflexes with my thumb in the in that action to react correctly and yep. that's my biggest frustration is like mentally I know what to do I'm just oh, not huge. used to doing it yet yeah yeah huge like there's a big disconnect to getting in your hand to work the way that your brain wants you to especially when it's like trying to lay off pitches yeah slider away bro like it's it'll just eat me up every time no matter what it's brutal yep um you watch any of the uh, playoffs yet uh dude so i've besides the paying ones i try to watch the highlights Mm -hmm. like there's like the goals that are posted on reddit and stuff Mm -hmm. um you should watch my top five goals of the night i'm actually doing in the morning it's actually gone pretty well i take the top five goals that's on youtube yeah it's on the old tube okay every more every morning i do it that penguins game was so stressful Oh I can only God. imagine, bro. I, I miss being in that as a, as a fan. Like, three overtime games are... You're just... You're mentally exhausted by the end of it. Yeah. Um, I am extremely relieved they won. Uh, I was following along, so Nip and Biscuits went to the game, right? Uh, I, and, <laughs> he made me want the Raiders to lose so badly. I was I was so hoping they would lose, not because I'm a Penguins fan, just so he would be, like, up... The, first off, he posted these videos, okay, of him, yeah. like, talking about the game. And, like, I've been a... Uh, over 100 penguins games i've never been to a game where it's like pitch black so wherever he was like i don't know if he was literally on the roof of the arena but it's like pitch black in msg msg is poorly lit i think just as a whole like when you look at the building i think the roof is like brown or something like i've never been to msg but i know like just like the aspect of how the building looks inside and it has the same thing that the leafs do so i don't know if it was built for hockey I don't know that again the Rangers fans it must I apologize. Not have been. Yeah, but if you if you look the I can tell you from the from the Maple Leafs perspective on one of the sides of the arena it was not built for the Leafs it was built for the Raptors. There's the press box and the seats go up behind it so you can see down on the ice but you can't see directly across the arena. Hmm. So that's like the cheapest ha- the seats in the house for the Leafs games like what all the 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 normies can can go to like that's where you sit really at a Leafs game. It looked like because one of his videos, it showed like the press box. I could see the back of the press box and then I could see down below. And I was like, OK, like so that's why he was so darkly lit. Dude, all I just I was thinking about is whenever they won, I was like, how miserable is that like subway ride or whatever oh, with dude. all those sweaty Rangers fans? Just, you, you know, with their thick accents like eh, it should have been a goal. I don't know how they talk, but like, you know, there's a goal. They got waved off like you they were should, so mad. Dude, like imagine sitting through that because like. You're just when you're at a game, playoff game. I don't know if you've ever been to a playoff game. I've been yeah, and I'm actually. I, I, I think I'm gonna go on Monday as well with uh, Nippin and David. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. All right, that's dope. Uh, I I've been to like a Leafs playoff games, multiple Saber playoff games. Showing my age a little bit here. Um, 
and uh it's the atmosphere is nuts so i can't even imagine like triple overtime just sitting there like because like you you want the experience like that's what's on the line being able to say mm-hmm. i was at a triple overtime game when the rangers won and the like dude like there's nothing quite like an arena in in the playoffs so yeah. Um, I've I've really enjoyed the Leafs uh, games just because uh, I'm I am a Leafs fan to an extent. Like I grew up a Leafs fan, mm-hmm. and I really want to see my dad see a cup uh, again in his lifetime. But uh, since the Sharks are out, I have no really horse in the race. Um, watching that from an outsider segment, so not really down and out if they lose. But and but like I like seeing them win. Cra- pretty pretty balanced series so far. But man, like it's been pretty good man i don't know if i've been this excited for playoff hockey in quite some time but i'm wondering if it's because of covid and like the i think fan- it's it's that it's been like the first like full regular regular mm-hmm. season right um and it's kind of nice that it's going I, I know it's like later but it's like it's nice you have like this full summer of playoff hockey right? yeah and i i think the experience watching it on tv too like no fans yeah. even on tv was rough like, Dude, it was weird, especially that first, like, that bubble. Yeah. It was the strangest thing. Yeah, so um, I've really enjoyed that, like, the full house. I can't, so I, I'm a pretty neutral, like, Penguins fan. Like, I love the Penguins, but, like, I, I'm not, I don't hate teams. Yeah. Um, but there are teams I'll root against, and it's only because of the fans. And, like, the Leafs are always one of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you you mentioned, like, your dad, and, like, I think that'd be great if the Leafs won. Um, for people like that, it's just like my my bubble's small. So whenever I go on Twitter and I see like them declaring that the Leafs are going to win the cup after like game one, it's like, oh, I hope they lose now. You know, I want to. OK, I am. I pride myself on, on being an unbiased sports fan. Yeah, I, I really, really I like. Yeah. OK, good. Like, so I like to have realistic conversations about team. I'll use the Rangers as an example. People flamed me because I said that they were carried to the playoffs by Shesterkin. I, mean, it was, game, it was, I think that was a fact. Yeah. If game one was not a microcosm of that, like I he had to make 80 saves and the Rangers couldn't beat Louis Domingue. So, you know, like not that they're a bad team. I think that the Rangers will be the best team in the Eastern Conference in like if if. Uh, Capo Caco and uh and, and Lafreniere become legitimately top six forwards, um, as well as some of their other players as well. But I think they'll be a really, really good um team in the in the Eastern Conference. Just not yet. I think they were early. Shesterkin's gonna be the best goaltender in the NHL. Um just give it a season or two. Uh mm-hmm. that being said, Leafs fans, here is how uh I view Leafs fans, because I've grown up around them my whole life. Uh I will say they're infuriating when they are doing well because it's playing the parade like they could win they could win a random game on a tuesday in december playing the parade the reason mm-hmm. why i don't think they are the worst fan base um if you are not a fan of the leafs is because when they lose dude they go off of the edge like it could be a preseason l in august and it's martyr needs to go you know yeah you, you gotta trade you gotta trade Tavares. you know nylander's washed you know it's it's wild so while i think that it's awful when they're winning it's hilarious when they're losing. So yeah, it is, and it's always an overreaction, um, especially it's, with it's, like the fire, like their I GM stuff, because like they've they they've built such a good team there. Um, and I always think it's an overreaction because I think they have a legitimate chance to win the Stanley Cup, and they're an amazing team. Um, and if they don't, right? Because like let's let's say the extreme happens and they lose to Tampa in like six or seven games, I don't think it means that the GM should be fired or the coach or whatever. It's just, they went up against uh, a team that just won two cups in a row and they lost to an amazing team in a league. That's hard to win the Stanley cup. I say this a lot. Hockey requires more luck than any other sport to win its championship. Just yeah. how the game is played. Like, you know, like you have a shot, it's hundred miles an hour. If it doesn't tip off a stick off a shin pad and in the net, like that happens throughout every run. Um, but 
you know, you make your own luck to an extent. The Leafs, they, well, the, the Montreal thing is brutal, losing to Montreal last year. However, had they not, had Tavares not had that freak injury, it's probably over in four. Yeah. And then every other year other than that, they, because of the playoff format, dude, they're going up against 100-point teams in the mm-hmm. first round. Teams that would probably make it to the conference final in the West because the West is so weak now. So it's just bad timing. I, I've said this as a Sharks fan throughout 15 years of them making the playoffs. And, and they didn't really, they weren't chokers in the sense that they couldn't get out of the first round. It was always the second or third round or even the finals um, when it was the Sharks. But every year it was like, dude, you got to get rid of Marlowe and Thornton or, you know, or Brent Burns. Like they got to move. It's like you can't because you will lose any deal you make. And yeah. uh, Moneyball said it like Billy Bean said it best, man. GM's job is to get them to the playoffs, set them up success to make it to the playoffs. Once you're in there, you know, let, let fate be fate. And obviously you can give your team better advantage in the playoffs for sure. But really, like it's it's such a brutal sport to try and navigate luck and, and go on those magical runs. I'll say this another perfect another good example to back that up. If if the Boston Bruins lose that game seven against Vancouver, how different do people view the Boston Bruins? Oh, 100 percent. Like it's it's wild. And people never think about that context just because it's like. If if the, you know, Washington Capitals were probably the best team in the league for three or four times before they actually won the cup. Mm -hmm. um, It just sucks that the years that they were. They went up against, uh, you know, some amazing Crosby. Penguins teams mm-hmm. like and it's and that happens a lot. Or they run into uh, I think it was the one year is Yaroslav Halak um, that it went seven games who just so happened to have one of the best playoff series of all time. And then that, you know, that goalie, that Canadians team eliminated the Penguins next. Right. So it happens a lot. Um, and people never just think about it that way. But like yeah, I a- think Boston's the best example because. They won. They won Game Seven. What one nothing or two nothing? I believe it was very very low. Yeah, and like if they don't win that, bro, like they are not viewed as a success. Over, dude, the worst is the Blues because the Blues were the Blue. I always use this as an example too. Is like the Blues were a miserable team from like two thousand and four on, like yeah. miserable. They had a few playoff runs, but their runs were usually over in the first round, and mm-hmm. then the majority of the time they didn't make the playoffs. If they don't win that cup. Like everyone just forgets about it, and they should be. They won a championship, right? It's tough though. I saw the Sharks make the playoffs fifteen straight years, and it's like I got I got a lot of memories. But I would probably trade like that's a that's a good debate. Like, would you take the Blues one cup in fifteen years over fifteen years of like lengthy good hockey? And obviously, everyone's going to say the championship. Um. But I don't I, I, I'm in I don't think three. you do. I think the only time that you say that is if like you're actually an employee on the team and you're like the GM, obviously, is the GM. You take the, the championship. But you got like, dude, you got years of like Joe Thornton in his prime, like Patrick Marlowe, like amazing I, teams. I, I um, like I were like it, it's tough because I'm in year three of them not making the playoffs and I'm not used to this and they are going to be bad. And I like, dude, I can't describe how much I hate not seeing a playoff game. Like yeah. just seeing a first round, I would trade a lot for, and uh, it's it's wild. Like, but you know, is what it is, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see how these how the playoffs shake out. I think that uh, that Leaf series, man, like everyone's get, going back to the original thing I was saying about fan bases, though. 
Like, Leafs, very high and low. Montreal Canadiens, does not matter. They are so proud of their team that when they lose, it is everyone else's fault. And when they win, they're the best team. Like, it's way more infuriating. And the Rangers are that um, even worse to an extent. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because the city they live, they're from and they're very, it's very like a very higher class. I don't know what it is. I don't think, I wouldn't say higher class because when I think of the Rangers fans, I think uh, families like Nippins, like, like that blue collar, like they, they like hockey. They didn't grow up playing hockey. Um, and it's something in their blood that they're like Rangers fans, right? Maybe, maybe, like, yeah. Maybe, you know? I, don't, I don't know. Like, it's just like there's just something about it on social media. I don't know why. And I would have never known had I not been like on social media as my job. Because like yeah. in, in, in Canada, no one cares about the Rangers. Like like they're in the news because every player wants to sign there in free agency. But other than that, like you don't hear about them in Canada. It's literally the yeah. Leafs and the Canadians. And then we'll sprinkle in the Western Coast teams every once in a while. But yeah. Uh, oh, and just to clarify the family like nipping you know not a negative thing i you know i not like i come from a great family so i think you know there's a great thing about the blue collar uh fan bases in the united states like you have philadelphia like that dude where you know those people dude. weren't playing hockey growing up but like no matter what like they love their team dude. you know they'll throw batteries at santa claus but like they yep. love their team philly fans are a different breed for every sport uh yeah we have our last want to do our last thing Let's before do our top we wrap five, up. Yeah. Before uh, top before five, we have up. this week we have top five pet peeves. Yep. So who's starting? Uh you started last time, I'll go first this time. I All actually right. have six and I'm really trying to decide what are the five, but I'm gonna go with uh this is a this is a gym one. Um I cannot stand when someone has too many free weights or a machine that they're excessively using where I can't work out. Um, which is why I have to like go to the biggest gym in my city. Because I've gone to all like the niche or smaller, like hard gyms. They don't have a lot of stuff. And the second that there's like a couple people in there, cannot stand it. Drives me up the wall. I'll just leave. I'll straight up just leave. So that is my one. The uh, excessive equipment use in the gym. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, well, I'm a lazy piece of shit, so I don't have a gym one. Uh, my first one uh people that always say music was better x amount of years ago you know people are always like oh i wish i grew up in the 80s because you know music was good back then okay i am of the opinion that there's a lot of great music out um you just have to try a little bit harder these days to discover it dude we did a top five and our top five was all over the range of 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 uh yeah. genres yeah like i agree with you 100 like i think music there's great music in the 80s and 70s and 90s and great music today so yeah Exactly. I agree. Um, um, speed limit drivers or literally anyone that is impeding me driving freely to the destination I need to get to. Now, speed limit is that people that drive exactly the speed limit? Yes, I'm. I'm saying that if I if I have a place to get to, a or, mm-hmm. like I got to go to a destination. If you impede me from going the speed at which I want to, in the comfortable manner that i want to do it in i lose my damn mind so usually i'll say speed limit drivers because usually it's people doing the speed limit but i'm talking like you know someone that uh it's a it's a two-lane street and they're just blocking like you know what i mean like i just can't get out and they're going like the same speed like get like somebody there should be a fast lane you know and then there's like the speed limit lane. i agree with that i'm usually somebody that drives a speed limit or just five over Mm -hmm. um i don't want to be that idiot that gets into an accident and then the highway's backed up because Mm -hmm. you know i don't want to be that guy 
Yep. No, 100 percent. 100 percent. All right. My next one, uh, a very specific one, uh, especially. So this is coming from somebody that has always hated it. But now that the fact that I'm having a daughter, I hate it even more. Uh, people that have shirts on their little girls, like the babies or toddlers, it says like daddy says I'm not allowed to date anybody or stuff like that. Those very those random shirts that sexualize little little kids. I can't stand and I think it needs to stop because huh. um, like sometimes it comes from a point of innocence, but I just think it's a really weird shirt and it shouldn't even be a thing. Um, so that is my pet peeve. OK, I don't okay. know if you agree with that. I think it's weird. Very it's like specific. daddy's little princess or like doesn't or, bother or, or, me because I'm maybe because I'm not like a dad. Um, I could see why it would. Oh, I've always hated it. So okay. I've enough. always uh, yeah, I've always hated it. I just think it's I think it's weird. I've been ignorant to the topic, I guess, would be the way I guess would be the way okay. to describe it. Yeah. Um, OK, uh, I know what number one is going to be. I, I have ridiculously biased sports fans down um, that drives me up the wall more than anything, but I won't include that. So not getting 10 minutes to myself when I come home. No, I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is because my old man did this for 20 years and I never realized it. If I come into whatever home I lived at when I lived with my with my wife's family, when I live here, if I walk in, it could be from and it's different here because like I work from home. Mm -hmm. Right. But even when I'm done streaming, I go upstairs and I immediately have to do something or, you know, like Skyles, like we got to go there or whatever. I can't sit down and just lay down and do nothing. I hate it. Like I absolutely hate it. I used to come home and I used to be like, Scott, I'm like, give me, you got to give me 20 minutes. And yeah. I don't do anything specific. Usually it's just I sit on the couch or I go on my phone or uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, but I need to like chill to the point where I'm like, all right, let's go. Now I'm OK. I hate that immediately coming home and having to do something. Yeah, that does suck. Mm -hmm. I do agree with that. Uh, it wasn't a pet peeve of mine, but I also like I like having uh, about 20 minutes to poop in the morning. I think that's a necessity. OK. And anytime you have to wake up and go somewhere, it sucks yeah okay fair enough fair um, enough all right my next one is people that are always doing lawn work or cutting the grass um living in the suburbs dude it doesn't matter what time of the day it is in the summer there's always uh, a lawn mower or something going on and i'm always thinking like do these people not work uh, i'm trying to take a nap can you not do this all the time like dude my neighbor he cuts the grass like twice a week. Like your grass isn't growing like like that, you know? No, I can. Uh, OK, I can appreciate that. Yeah, um, okay. I guess I don't know. I guess it doesn't bother me because I I like uh, I view a cut lawn as like making the bed for your house. Like okay. if you have an entirely clean house, but your bed's not made, everything's ruined. It's not clean. It, it's it's a mess. So. Hmm um i view like the same thing if you everything is dressed up on your house outside but your lawn's not cut like it just ruins everything so i would rather that than someone who doesn't okay fair I enough guess. well i guess I, I'm, I'm always somebody that's late on it so okay fair enough okay maybe yeah maybe you're the one that's always late on it fair enough i am um how many was that that was four About for you three okay so we got two more um being woken up um by a a yell um so i'm talking like <laughs> ah! uh, so, so scott like scott comes in and be like we forgot to take the garbage out seven in the morning instead of opening the door be like hey we gotta go take the garbage out we come in and be like we forgot to take the garbage out we gotta get, like, get up we gotta go do it. it like i will lose my shit 
um i used to like like even like my mom used to be i don't know why my mom used to be so like comforting when she used to wake me up for school but my dad would like bang the door and be like get the (laughs) fuck up now like you're gonna you know what i mean like he would lose his mind and maybe i like internally like hate it so much but yeah like or like my cat jumps on my sternum and my cat wakes me up and like it's a startling like not comforting wake up i hate it like i one of my biggest pet peeves can't do it okay i like that one Mm -hmm. um my fourth one is people that repeat a joke without giving the credit um so it's so so specific you ever been in school or or work or something you know Mm -hmm. and like you might say something one-on-one to somebody and it's really funny but you don't want to interrupt the main flow of the conversation but that person will say it louder and get a great laugh from everybody and act like he was the one that thought of it yeah um i hate those people okay okay i respect that That i can i can definitely get on board with that one uh my last one the number one thing i hate more than anything is small talk if I can't okay. have a conversation with you that is about something of substance, I have a I because I'm a pretty good socially aware person. I think I have to be in like the job I do. Like I'm really good at networking, and so like I hide like social. I, I understand social cues very well. Um, I I will I will have to fake a lot of interest if it's someone that doesn't give me some sort of like interaction that like I like. I don't want to say respect, but like if it's a topic or something like that, I don't care about man do i i want anywhere i want to be anywhere but there yeah anywhere but the there. guy that lives behind me does a lot of that small talk you, and you i hate, hate it yeah, and i, I hate it so much i hate it so much i want to have a conversation at some point uh and just be like hey listen uh i don't not that i don't like you but can we come to an agreement like we just shouldn't talk to each other ever <laughs> I like i wonder what he would say i, I don't have a problem like I, I don't like him but it's not because of him but like like you can't say that no, you know? absolutely not. Yeah, you absolutely cannot say that. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, uh, that well, was hey, five. I, right? got, I, I got one more here. Oh, late yeah, on me. That's five for you. Um, my wife does this very specific thing. Right. Oh, She'll continue one. a conversation. Yeah. She'll continue a conversation or say things to me. Um, either she's in another room or she's downstairs or there's a loud noise on. Like if uh, we have the I'm taking a shower and I, the water's coming and then I also have the vent on like to, you know, do the, the, the air or whatever. And she'll talk and I can't hear her. Right. But she'll just keep talking. And I, I don't know if she thinks I can hear her, but I can't. Um, so very specific. But that's my uh, final pet peeve dude my wife like has like that exactly like i it, it, i like dude she'll be like saying something and i can't hear her and i know if i say hey babe what'd you say she'll get so mad that i didn't hear her she'll lose her mind so i'll yeah. just not say anything and then just guess what she said and then it's, i'll get dude, yelled at i don't at know what getting- they think i don't know what they're thinking like the one day i was like yeah, i can't hear you i can't hear you you know like see like okay so like that doesn't bother me i'm saying like so my wife i that bothers her like a ton when you can't hear like so it's i don't know like it's it's wild she gets it's the exact same it's funny it's funny that you say that because i like my wife has the exact same thing i I think it's a woman thing because a couple people in the chat mentioned that yeah yeah maybe i don't know what it is but all right well another banger episode if i do say so myself episode 31 guys make sure that you follow myself and Kesso on stuff uh do you make youtube videos anymore bro uh no i'm taking a break uh there's a couple i might want to do over the summer um like nhl 23 but yep. you know what i'm not full-time so i do what i enjoy i I'm love retired. that 
I love that. I love that. Do it when you are enjoying it. All right, guys. That is going to do it for us, episode 31. We will see you next week. Have a good one, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.